This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Welcome to Talking Halos. That's right, we live. We're alive. This is Derek C. Paul, my co-host, my partner in crime this evening, John Crane. The World Series is going on. It was an exciting one to watch last night. And yet, we're not here to talk World Series. We're here to talk Angels baseball. What? That's still around? That exists? John, I think it does still, doesn't it? Yeah, I checked my TV last night. I I, I just got to catch the end of the game. <laughs> the best part. Yeah, baseball still does exist. It doesn't exist in well, it doesn't exist in person in California, but it, apparently it, it exists in person in Texas. How exciting to see fans in the in the in the stands uh, making real fan noises. I mean, it's it's almost worth bearing watching the Dodgers who should. Of easily should should win this easily, but aren't making it easy as usual. Dodger way, um, go Tampa. That's all I'm gonna say. Go Tampa. Go Tampa. Well, that's. I think you kind of have to go with the AL. That's your league, and I. I, don't, I mean, I have a lot of friends who are Dodgers fans, and it, for their sake, I wish nothing ill towards Dodgers. But on the same token, man, I cannot hear. Those same friends in my ear again. If the if if they win, I oh my gosh, can't do it. Can't. Uh. Uh-uh. Nope. 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 I'm a Lakers fan, right? You know that. And I am not hammering those Clippers fans. Like this is the first time I even said it to you, you're a Clippers fan. I haven't said a word about it. A word about it since they won the title because I know what it's like to have those crazy Dodger fans coming at me. <laughs> When the, the Dodgers are in the playoffs, the Angels are sitting home. So I'm not saying a word. Uh, uh-uh. nope. Oh, nope. they will. They will be insuffer- insufferable. I assure you. I have a many. I've been playing a part. I've been trying to reach out to my friends this on social media, and and I've been wholeheartedly attempting to support them 
in the Dodgers. And because I kind of really, you know, I kind of just assumed that this was going to be the Dodgers year. I mean, I, I just can't see how it won't work out for them. Though, uh, but, you know, if you don't look at the last inning of last night's game, <laughs> which if I was a Dodger fan, I'd be a little scared because as a Clipper fan, I know what it's like to see victory clutch from your grasp, you know, clutch from your grasps uh, at the last minute, crushingly. So, uh, um, and I guess that's how Dodger fans feel, but I still don't ever feel like man, Dodgers got a, a gang load of money and a gang load of talent. So if they win, it'll be because they spent the money. And, but, um, I still can't believe it's been as long since they, since they won a world series, 1988. I mean, I think it's a testament to how hard it is to win a world series. When the angels won in 2002, I thought for sure they'd be back sooner rather than later. Honestly, when they went to the 2004, um, it was 2004 playoffs, and then they're gone just like that. 2005 playoffs were all the way to the AL Championship Series, and then all of a sudden it's over. I thought for sure with the young guys they had coming up that they'd be back, and they haven't been back. It's been hard to watch. It's been hard for the last how many years now? It's been 15 years since that American League Championship Series, and the Angels haven't sniffed it for six years. I mean, thought this year they had enough to compete for a playoff berth, and and then they they came to camp the second time around, stale as all can be, and that's how the season went. Shohei getting hurt affected that. You know that that was a guy you need in the lineup, you need him pitching to. Man, it's just some. It's just it's tough down to be that fan, and then you think of some teams who haven't been there for like ever, who have, who have not won a World Series, have not been even to the playoffs and forever they had it worse so i just i'm looking forward to a time when for angels fans we don't have to to ponder another offseason sitting at home for the dodgers i mean they've had their chances but seven years now how many how many years are really won the nl west now uh, seven I mean, or eight yeah this is eight. their this is their fourth this is their no their third appearance in four years in the, uh, in the World Series, and uh, so, um, and I, I do, th- I do think what you said. You know, that's, I mean, that gets lost on 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 Angels fans. Um, I mean, we did win a World Series in two thousand two. Um, there, are, I, I don't have a list of the teams who haven't won a World Series since two thousand two. So, I mean, uh, well, besides the Dodgers, obviously. Uh, so I mean, uh, how hard it is to win a World Series is lost I mean, on. I think on fans, especially during, I mean, you know, I understand it is frustrating that you're not even in the playoffs and, um, but, um, and this last season, I don't even, I, I can't even comment on this. I mean, on what went on last season, cause it was just a wacky season, which means I'll, I'll put an asterisk. I personally, I'll put an asterisk on the Dodgers, uh, on the Dodgers game, on uh, the Dodgers winning a, a series. If they, uh, if they win, that's know, my personal asterisk. That's your personal. <laughs> I mean, that's something we've, we've, Seeing people talking about that there should be an asterisk for the World Series winner this year. And I don't think so. I mean, everybody went through the same pandemic. Everybody went through the same struggles this year. And whoever wins the World Series deserves it. And it, honestly, the two best teams in the league this year were Tampa Bay and the Dodgers. And you can't convince me that it would have been any different if they played a full season. These these teams were that good. The Dodgers and the Rays were very, very good. They deserve to be there. Now, if... They muddled their way through the year, barely got in the playoffs, and then 
someone wins, one of the two wins, then yeah, I could I could consider the Astro because they were just so blah all year. You you don't know how they would have lasted over one sixty two, but these teams were dominant all the way through. There's nothing in the rosters, their pitching staffs, their their lineups that tell me that they wouldn't have been there in October. So I think with all that in mind, you just kind of have to just is it? Yep, they belong. They belong there. And I wish I could be saying that about the about the Angels. I wish I could be, but instead so they were a train wreck. Well, I don't have a rebut for that because there's really no factual basis beside uh, regarding me putting an asterisk. It's just an emotional emotional uh, dodger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, but, but the, that question has come out now. You know, will there be an asterisk? And I don't think you should. I mean, everybody started in the same place, and and they finished the same way. They were they were dominant both in their league. So thinking about the Angels, though, some news this week. I mean, we're not going to have a whole long podcast. We, there's not like there's a whole lot going on right now besides an election and a World Series. But when it comes to the Angels, a couple of things out there. We're starting to see the who the free agent picks should be. Like who should the Angels be going after? I think there are two names that stand out to me, and I wonder if you and I are on the same wavelength. If you're the Angels right now and you're going after pitching. Who are we going after? Well, I think we talked before. I, you were you were talking about Bauer, perhaps Strowman. But I mean, I I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking this season, but I mean, well, I guess we we, we definitely need to go after a pitcher, and I don't think we got to go after anything other than a pitcher. Do you? I think we have pretty much what we need outside of pitching. It's not just starting pitching. The bullpen had some issues too. Don't forget that. Yeah. All I see on my list is Liam Hendricks, Alex Colme. I don't see a lot of choice in relievers, at least for this time. I mean, but next, go ahead. I'm not saying they have to go out there and spend big money on them. I am saying that you are going to need to find steady relievers, people who are consistent. And, you know, that was the problem with the team this year. They were so inconsistent across the board. You know, part of it, I think, is the fact that this was a team with a new manager, new coaching staff. new. They're still getting used to each other. I get that. I'm, I'm, I understand that. But the pitching itself is, is different. And that's kind of where I'm watching this now. You know. All right, so... Real quick, here are here are the the pitchers available right now. Marcus Stroman, Jose Quintana, Robbie Ray, James Passan, Masahiro Tanaka, Jake Arrieta, Trevor Bauer, Corey Kluber. Those are your notables right now. And you mentioned relievers as Blake Trinan, Alex Colomb, Andrew Miller, he's got an option. Liam Hendricks, those are some of the relievers. But I'm looking at the starting pitchers, and I, I don't know how you feel about Corey Kluber. You know, I, I think you remember how I felt about him to start the year when I was one of the people who was against the Angels going to get him. I don't know. Well, I, I, I look at this as, I mean, to me, the next year, after we after Albert drops off, is when... I think we're really realistically 
I think could be considered, depending on how we do with that money, I think we could be considered uh, uh, a, a favorite to be in contention. Um, I don't know about next year, but I, I'm beggar. You know, beggars can't be choosers. We need we need somebody who can pitch six to seven innings uh, every fourth or fifth day. Um, and I mean, all that list. I don't see anybody on there that I would turn. I mean, unless we're you know throwing it turns into another bidding war this year, like it did last year, where it's. Uh, I mean, I I just hope we don't. I just we need a we need pitching. We need pitching. I just don't. I I don't see any other spot that we have. Uh, a, a really why, big void, and, and that's why I think the Angels will go for it. I think the Angels are gonna will will make their move. I just don't know how they're going to do it. I think they'll be active in the trade market. I think they'll be active in the the, the free agent market. But I, I kind of go back to last year. If you remember last year, I, I just said, just screw it, just just pay the money. And I don't know where they're going to fit right now in terms of of luxury tax either. Like I don't know. Where they're going to fit in terms of salary, especially with, you know, who knows how next season even starts, right? And who knows how um, players are going to get paid next year? Like, are there going to be? Are, will there be delay of the season? Because I mean, we're still in a pandemic; it hasn't changed. Will there be a? You know, will, what kind of changes will there be in terms of salaries structures? Will they need another kind of like? crossover contract like they did for this abbreviated season this year i can tell you this though one a small pat in my back and i've you know i'm wrong a lot so Corey kluber played one game one inning for the rangers and remember how much heat i took for saying stay away from kluber remember that i still i still think you're wrong <laughs> well okay <laughs> 34 year old played one pitch one. He would have fit. He would have fit in perfectly with the team this year. The team's pitching staff this year. What are you talking about? You know, he's been around a long time. But now, but with Trevor with Trevor Bauer out there, you know, I think there's a good chance he stays in Cincinnati. Honestly, I mean, he had a good season out there. They, they, he, he fit. He fit. That's just the bottom line. Is as for all the concerns that that. I thought he'd be one and done in Cincinnati. But, you know, I lived in Cincinnati. I can tell you that Cincinnati has a way of pulling you in. Remember when, when Bronson Arroyo went over there after playing for the Red Sox? And Arroyo just, well, I'm saying there for years. You know, what's his name out there? Um, Joey Votto. He's been there forever. You would have thought he would have moved on during the peak of his career, to a different franchise. And no, he's stuck around. He's still a red. He'll retire probably as a red. So I, I wonder about that with Trevor Bauer. I wonder if he'll really leave. I'm guessing the Reds will open the wallet for him to stay if if he wants to stay. But he went 5-4 and four this year at the 173 ERA. It's one of his best years of his career. The big year coming off his struggles the year before. So I just look at... With Bauer, I think he's your best out. I think he's your best option. I think he bring a lot of life to the franchise. Honestly, when you know he's got a mouth on him, and he, but he's he's got a mouth that is relatable to the average Joe. People like him despite the fact he's got an attitude. Despite the fact he's got a mouth on him, they like the fact that he speaks his mind. And I think the Angels, despite the fact they're a little bit more of a, a you know kind of a low key franchise, I think they could really use that kind of spirit that he brings and and also Marcus Stroman 
We've talked about him before. Remember him? Mm-hmm. You know, he's a guy I think that I think would would fit in well. I believe he fit in well for with the Angels for a long time, and and uh, he's still. Both these guys are twenty nine years old. Twenty nine years old. Uh, not real big injury histories. Looking at Strowman real quick, just to give you kind of a lowdown. He was four and two last year. The three seven seven ERA, fifty nine innings pitched, sixty strikeouts. His WHIP was a little high, a little high, one four seven, which is. A little concerning, considering the fact that they play in a pitcher's park. But you know, we'll see. We'll see how uh, it goes with him. I just, I think he's a, he's a, he's a high quality pitcher, man. High quality pitcher. He will give you good stuff year in year out. Maybe not ace level like Trevor Bauer can be ace level. So those, so those are the two guys I want to see them kind of pursue. I'm not. I'm not saying that. They should pay him max money. By the way, I'm not saying they should destroy every budget for them. I think for Bauer, you might consider it. You're in that you have that much of an ace, but you know, I don't think you have to necessarily do that. But they need pitching help. They need it now. I, I don't think we need an ace necessarily. We need it. We need another uh, Dylan Bundy. You know, a good solid, and, and hopefully, hopefully Tehran. You know, he's going to have a healthy season. He. Uh, got the COVID, right? So, I mean, if he's, uh, we yeah, see him, we, so agent. we didn't really, it's not, pardon? Yeah, he's a free agent now too, though. Oh. Well. I mean, I, listen, you're talking about we don't need one. I think this year proved we needed one. Dylan Bundy was as close to an ace as we got this year. Can you imagine pairing Bauer with Bundy? Uh, think about that for a minute. Imagine, I mean. I imagine a lot of Itching for us, but I'm saying that would be a great one-two <laughs> punch. But they needed somebody who could come in and stop the bleeding. A person who can put a one-seven-three ERA. That person can stop the bleeding. I, again, Bowers had a couple down years here and there, but you know what he's capable of, and he's he's a hometown guy. I'd, I'd be going after him hardcore. You know, I I would be giving it a shot if. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. But you've got to go after him, and you got to make it known you're going after him. You can't do this whole kind of squishy, squashy, kind of quiet thing. We're kind of going. You got to go full bore, and you got to make a big news out of it. The Angels don't tend to make a big news, but I think a lot of fans feel like the Angels aren't really trying to win. I think you got to really show you're trying to win. Do I believe they've been trying to win, John? I think so. I do. A lot of people. I, you said I, I believe a lot of. Yeah, I think a lot, I know a lot of people think the Angels aren't trying to win, and uh, I, I see, I see them try. I, I see them. I again. I guess they made some decisions uh, not to offer. You know, maybe they put a cap on what they were going to offer Garrett Cole last year. Um, but those are some crazy numbers. Um, uh, Ryu, same thing. I guess they just got outbid. I. Don't I do believe the Angels really want to win? You don't you you don't resign. You resigned um, Mike Trout for ten years. They signed Rendon. I mean, we have if we just had some solid pitching, we are a competitive. I mean, go go all the way around. You know, all the way around the horn. Um, we got we got a solid team. We just need to you know Jared Walsh, solid guy. Gonna bring you know Fletcher. We got Fletcher. We got Rendon. The only thing you know, the wild card is gonna be Simmons. We don't know what's gonna go on there. Upton, you know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what to say about uh, Justin Upton. But uh, Mike Trout, 
Taylor Ward looked pretty good. And we'll see about our um, what's our uh, Joe Adele. I, I, again, that one's kind of up in the up in the air. Right? Uh, I love fun. this team on paper, except on paper. I love this team on paper. I think Joe's gonna be fine. Joe Adele, you remember how apprehensive I was about him coming up, mm-hmm. and in the end, maybe I was right, maybe I was wrong, or everything changed. And but we could all agree he probably needed more time in the minors. He probably did. And all of a sudden he's put in this position where they bring him up, and to me it was almost like a waste they brought him up, but they they had to. In this case, you need to just get this kid in a place where he can reset and grow. And maybe that means he starts next season back down in AAA. Maybe that means he makes a roster out of camp. But whatever it is, I think you're at a point now where it's fixable. But this goes back to the general manager. Who's running this club? Because it's clear the way they've been running it Did for the last... Did you tell me? Is that I know? mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's clear to me that however it's been run the last couple of years, the problem is development. Development, that, that crossover when you go from the minors to the majors, it's been very difficult to get these guys up. Some of it was, you know, in 2019, these guys were caught up way too early, and I think it hurt them. But they should have had better development going with the board. The one thing that we, you know, for all the criticism that the Angels had last offseason, John, you and I defend them for one big reason being that they did rebuild the farm system. But detractors also pointed this out. They said, and I, I have to agree, and I think we, we, you couldn't screw with this, for all of the, the improvement in terms of the depth of the system, they weren't developing many stars. They weren't yes, developing. Because they, they were trading them away, which is the whole issue with everybody complains about our farm system. They were... Well, and then it occurs, when did they trade them away? Wilson. They have been trading guys away for years now in terms of development. They now that famous 2009 draft, yeah. I mean, but I'm talking about in the last what four or five years, they've been too, they've been trying to stockpile traffic, you know, talent with the best of them. You, I mean, tell me where I'm off on that. You're talking about our development. I'm talking Four? about who don't. our young guys. Are we, we're, who are we trading away? We've heard. Well, we've heard. We've heard. We're, I, I, we covered that in a previous one. I don't remember the whole facts on it about how – who was it? An outsider basically said that our development sucks. It does. That's what I'm trying to say. We, we haven't developed any real stars in years. Now, Joe Adele might be that guy. Jared Walsh came on huge. Hey, Jared knows Walsh it? looks pretty good. He did. He does. But you know, well, that might have been a flash at the pan. We've seen that before. Kevin Moss of the Yankees rings a bell. That's one that one of the most famous ones I remember. David Fletcher. How about David Fletcher? David Fletcher was a the guy they traded for, though. He did develop into something, though. And you know, that's. I guess if you're if you're getting a lack of focus from me in this podcast. Then it's. I really don't know. I don't know really where are the angels. They, they, there's nobody helming the ship right now, so I can't really tell you what I think is next. You have your manager. You have a solid. You have a solid coaching staff there. It was a rough year this year, but they have a staff for. They have a very good staff. 
But what about what's going on behind the scenes? And your organization is more than your major league roster. It's your entire organization. It's, it's from major league all the way down to single A and rookie ball. So what is going on within the organization? And is Artie Moreno going to sit back and let somebody else run the show? Or is he going to be the Jerry Jones and Peter Angelos and have his hands and everything still? You tell me. Well, we'll have to see, but bottom line end of the day, he's the owner of the team. I think I quote, I think I, that's uh, like, I almost sound like from Moneyball. You know, bottom line, he he, he calls the shots. We just have to, uh, I mean, there's nothing we can do. We can't force him to trade the team. Um, but I think we're heading in the right direction at this point. I, but, you know, I thought we were heading in the right direction last year. Oh, I don't think they're far off. I really don't. I mean, they have too much talent in the roster. They, they, they're not far. Really, all it takes is one good offseason at this point. And they're, they're there. But it's got to be the right moves. You have to have the right leadership. And I'm just wondering, really, I'm wondering what in the world they're doing. It's been quiet as a tomb since the season ended. It's been almost a month, and we hear a couple whispers. Here's one. Earlier this week, a couple days ago now, D. Gregorius is rumored to be of interest for the Angels. That's from CBS Sports. Mm-hmm. Shortstop. A couple days ago. Hit 284, 10 home runs, 40 RBIs. I mean, basically assuming then that Simmons is gone. And he probably is. But he's had injuries too, Gregorius. And Simmons has had injuries the last couple of years. Angels have good talent up the middle, young talent in the middle. Why do they need to go get anybody right now? They need pitching. Yeah, I, I don't I don't see we got um let's see I I mean Gregorius is lefty, they don't have a whole lot of lefties in the lineup. That'd be helpful, but if we're talking about salary, there's no free-willing salary cap. There just isn't. So then what do we do? So we slide Gregorius in, and then we're looking at, yeah, Jared Walsh on first. And we got no room for... No room for bulls. <laughs> no, there isn't. And then you also wonder what's going on with, with Upton. As well. I think we have options. I think we have options in in on our on our team for for the infield. But I mean, if you're gonna, but you know, I don't know. Artie Artie will spend money. He spent a lot last last. Uh, he didn't spend uh, Garrett Cole money, but he will spend money. But he's got money locked away too. I mean, you got a bunch of money stuck with with Albert, and right now you got a bunch of money stuck with with BJ. You know, and I'm looking at Upton and wondering what they're going to do with him. Um, what are they going to do with him? I don't know. I don't know. He's going to sit next to going to sit next to Albert on the bench next year. I have a feeling the way he's been. We we defended him entering 2020 in that you know I I can tell you a turf toe injury those you know those yeah. things hurt those those will mess up your whole walk your whole leg. But 2020 is different. He should have been, you know, he should have been 
back to his normal self, but he wasn't. He actually hit worse this year, 204 compared to 215 in 2019. So in this case, what's the excuse? He hasn't had a, a really solid season since 2018. 30 home runs, 85 RBIs. So all these people who defended him, you know, people like me, I defended him. I'm now, I have to look back and reevaluate and wonder, you know, how wrong was I? <laughs> you know, what was, what's was what been the real problem? Is is the bat slowing down? He's at the age where bats slow down. So I guess this is more kind of a reevaluation episode. There were so many things we talked about last offseason. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we they had a plan. I still believe that plan was there. They tried to enact the plan, but the plan is never, ever guaranteed, right? It's never really, you never know what's actually going to happen the way you hope it would. Well, we even got, you know, Otani. I mean, he's not going to pitch, and, and his offense wasn't. He even took a decline last year in offense. I mean, I think a lot of that is the fact he got hurt again. The injury. That's, that, is, that is a mental that's a mental hit right there. When you spend all this time working your way back to get hurt within a couple games out, I mean, that would be a shell shock to any young person. I mean, the guy's still young, but you, I think it's fair to wonder. He's been hurt. He's been the Angels now, what, three years? Mm-hmm. He's never finished a full season. He's only pitched one season, and that didn't even, he didn't even complete it. You know, so... I know he is wanting to be a two-way player next year, but he hasn't pitched regularly now in two years. When he starts next, when he starts up next year, it'll have been two years since he's been a regular pitcher. Mm-hmm. More than two years, really. I mean, he's got some decisions to make. The Angels doesn't have some decisions to make too, and I don't know that that what they're offering is right. John, if you're if you are Otani right now. What are you thinking? Well, he came here to he came here to 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 duel to do the duel, the pitch and, and hit. So I mean, that's what he wants to do. But there got there's got to come to a point where we. Well, first off, he has to be consistent in offense to even be the the offensive player. Um, he has to show those numbers that he had in his rookie year and even and and even uh, la- well, last year, yeah. Um, a little bit. If he's going to be in the DH spot, we got options. Like I said, he he just need. I, I don't know how much longer we give him on this dual thing. I really don't. I mean, as much as I'd love to see him pitching, I don't think he has the durability to do both. That's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering if he is he better off focusing in one area. I said that last year. The year, you know, I'd I'd be happy. Well, after his rookie season, I was I'd be happy to just have him be an offensive player. But he has to be more consistent in, on his offense now too. If he's just going to be an offensive player, I mean, the problem I have with it though is it's not that easy of a decision for a person who has those big goals. Oh, he's not going to accept it. No, I don't think he will. No, I don't think that's not what he that's not what he signed up for. Signed up to play, and the reason he chose the Angels was because he could do it. He could go to any. He could go to you know. I guess he could have gone to other teams, but I guess he'd still have to be an American League team if he doesn't. Um, unless unless they teach him a position, which people have dropped, but I've never heard any serious. Um, I, have they? I, 
I thought, no, I guess I, I didn't realize that he wasn't a position player when he got here. Um, I mean, I guess they always say first, right? Well, but you got Jared Walsh on first. I mean, maybe, <laughs> maybe. I, don't know. I just don't know what the Angels are want to do with it. I would just say this: that they lured him over to them by making a promise, and they need to do everything they can to keep that promise. You know, at some point, you have to have that. If it doesn't work, you have to have that discussion with him and say, "Listen, dude, you know we've given this such and such amount of time, and it's not working." What do you want to do at this point? Because we can't keep doing things the way we are. Or, you know, he works out. I just think, for me, if I'm if I'm Moreno, I am giving him another shot. It's not like they have a whole bunch of money locked up in him now. His contract's small. He's got a small contract, yeah. So, no, I mean, they, they, could, comes up. they could take some risks with him. I mean, they could, they could do it all six years, his contract, if they want to, honestly. But... Sooner or later, that boat's got to sail. So if I'm that much, look, one more year. Okay, one more offseason. Let's get you healthy. Let's give it one more shot. And if it doesn't work, then you got to make the call. Pick a place and probably hitting. I don't think I don't think there's a lack of trying. The Angels have given him the opportunities. Whenever he was healthy enough to pitch, they let it, They let him pitch. So it's not, it's not the Angels that are saying no, but – so I mean I don't really think you can blame him in this position, but there does come a point where we need we need we need production from someone. We we need some production um, from one side or the other, and if do, trying to do it from both is causing no production on either side, I mean if you're not playing period, you're not playing period. So I mean I, I, it's it's electric. It's electric. It was electric. His rookie season was electric in the park. It was just amazing when he was there. The fans' enthusiasm still fan. Well, I didn't get to go to a game this last year, but the year before it was still it was electric. And I mean, it's really disappointing that because it's he's just such a fun player to watch. He has just such great enthusiasm. Still swings his bat a little wildly, but he's he's just so fun to watch. So it's it's heartbreaking. To, that he's not – we haven't found a consistent place for him. Um, and I think he's definitely worth the money they're paying him now just based on fan enthusiasm and uh, if, he's, if when you're in the game. But yeah, I hope to be in a game next year and, and revisit it again. But but there comes a point where you got to cut, cut, cut bait on one side or the other and say this is what you got to do. And then if we end up losing him, we end up losing him. I mean, honestly, how much enthusiasm is there still there for him now that he's missed the majority of the last two seasons? At least pitching wise, hitting wise, he was there for much of 2019. I don't know. I wasn't. I did. I. I. I didn't. I, I missed a game. I couldn't get tickets to games this year. It was. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just you, telling you. you. Do miss I'm it. telling you in the stadium. It is electric when he walks up. It's. It's. People get very excited. I mean, I tend to think that. It's different. I really do. I tend to think that at this point, you know, I don't see how fans would react in the same way. I'm, every one of us wants to succeed. Don't get me wrong, but is he gonna draw me like the, like he did his first season? No, because he hasn't produced. We, and that's not that's not anything that I'm coming down on him for. He just hasn't been on the field. He hasn't been healthy. How are you gonna be all googly eyed over him when? He hasn't been there. 
I'm still a fan. But I mean, I'm still a fan too. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying that the reaction I'm sure is is not going to be the same compared to his first season or even last year. Now, if he comes out and in plays like he's on fire, things change. Yeah, no. Naturally, the, the hype goes down a little bit, but he still has a a large contingent of Japanese fans uh, that you know are there primarily because of him. They have Otani signs. They're waving flags. They're they're just they're very enthusiastic. So there's a marketing side of the of the game for Artie. Yeah, there is. And how far does that marketing go at this point? I don't know. If you're not competing, it goes a long way. But if you are competing, then yeah, there does have to become a point where you. But then again, I think if if you're competing, then you then you don't need that as much because you've got other fans actually paying to come to the game. Winning solves a lot of problems. Winning solves, but you know what? All he could be, he could come back next year and be the player, you know, comeback player of the year, and everybody would fall with fall with them all over again. And no one's coming down on him now. It's just, yeah. it stinks, man. I can't think of anybody who doesn't like Shohei. Oh, I've never seen not. a fan trash him. Have you ever seen a fan trash Shohei? No, 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 man. No, no. He doesn't even, the man bows at the umpire when he walks up to the plate. I mean, plate, the guy's okay? respectful. He works hard. Yeah, he's, he, he oozes respect. He oozes respect. I so, mean, he. Yeah. everybody knows that, that he... Everybody knows that Shohei Otani pours himself into becoming a better player. His body just hasn't worked with him yet, and maybe yep. it will. Maybe it will when he's when with with all this time off this year. Maybe it will. All right, and, so folks, and just I'll just finish one thing. Sure. Enthusiasm goes a long way. To, to to have that guy who's you know who's trying hard every day, getting results, but maybe not getting you know. I mean. He is. He has effort. He runs out. He runs to first base. You know. He runs out things. He's. He. He just has an enthusiasm of a young child. And Hopefully, he'll get the body. The, the the body straightened out. So. And that's what makes him special, though. Honestly. Yeah, that's what makes him special. You got it. All right. Okay. So we are back. Um, listen, I can't make promises. Next time we talk, the World Series will be over. But. We are not gone. We are getting ourselves ready for this offseason. It's going to be an interesting one. Stay with us. Stay on the journey with us. And if you have anything you want to cover for our next show, please send us an email at talkinghalos at gmail.com, and we'll look at what you guys say, and we'll we'll prepare. Okay? John, any last thoughts? Uh, it's right now as we film this. Film this, uh, record this. It's four to two Dodgers, bottom of the ninth. So, I hope. I don't know. No, but that's all I got to here. say. How about that last in? I'm hoping for a repeat of last night. <laughs> not, not optimistic, but hoping. All Peace right. out. Peace Good. out. It is. You can follow John at Jace Crane John on Twitter, and you can follow me on Twitter at DC Apollock. Follow us on Twitter overall at Talking Halos. We will be more active as the offseason goes on. We've both been busy as all get. I know I have been. And, of course, can't forget Jared and Brock. They're still out there somewhere, hopefully alive. But in the meantime, we'll see you soon. Take care. We are out of here.
This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details. You can't control what's outside your home, but you can control what comes in. Because Clorox disinfecting wipes kill 99.9% of viruses and bacteria, including COVID-19 virus, when used as directed on hard, non-porous surfaces. So whether it's from dirty doorknobs, dirty shoes, or something else, outside germs won't stand a chance. When it counts, trust Clorox. Kill Pseudomonas, Salmonella, and Influenza virus type A2. Kill SARS-CoV-2 on hard, non-porous surfaces. Use as directed. Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.